Hi, everybody with Celebration Pros. Thank you for joining the summit. So excited to um, see you all and be able to talk to you guys today about building your team. My name is Jennifer Hardiman. I own Fabulux Events. We are in Palm Beach County. We have been uh, planners for approximately 14 years, heading into our 15th season. We typically work with um, higher end budgets. I don't necessarily say luxury because that is so subjective, but we tend to work with six figure budgets and upward. Um, I am the mom of two boys, both adopted, and that's a story for another another day. And I have three dogs, two Shih Tzus and a Poodle. And yes, Max might make an appearance in this video at some point or another. And if you have learned anything at all about me by the end of this presentation, you will know that I am a huge Diet Coke fan. And um, that's how I start my day. Every day, first thing I do is go out, grab a Diet Coke, and then I can function and deal with all of the fabulous couples out there. Um, a huge thank you to Karen from Celebration Pros for inviting me to be part of this event. We um, met recently at a charity and a nonprofit event up here in Palm Beach County, and we really clicked and decided we're going to do some great things together. So thank you, Karen. So we are going to get started, friends. Um, here we are. We are going to build an effective and efficient team for your small business. Here is a little bit about me, kind of what we already said. And here we're going to start with why you need a team. And the decision to hire a team is different for every person. And you really have to think about, A, can you financially afford a team? And I'm going to talk to you about some ways to make that more palatable because I think everybody thinks, ooh, I have to, um, if I'm hiring a team, I have to have tons of money in the, in the bank account. And that's not necessarily true. There are some ways to work with that. Um, and you think, oh, I'm not good at managing people. Again, we have some ways to work with that that might um, ease your mind about managing people and managing tasks and delegating and all those things. I know for me that it is very difficult to give things up. This is my business. This is my baby. And I finally realized that you can't do it all. So a couple, three top points as to why you um, might need a team. You're overwhelmed. Things are falling through the cracks. Maybe you missed a deadline with a couple. Maybe you forgot something on their timeline. Maybe um, you didn't schedule a meeting when you thought that you had already done that. When you notice that this is happening regularly, you need to sit down and think about, oh gosh, why are these things falling through the cracks? Also remember that we can't all be perfect at all of the tasks in running a business. Um, I'm not a CFO. I don't have that background. I have a degree in English literature, so I'm not really the best person to maybe look at the numbers all of the time. So think about what tasks you are um, great in, and that'll be our next slide, and we'll talk about identifying your strengths and weaknesses. And then the third reason to have a team is you want to grow your business and be more streamlined in your processes. And that can be anything from client communications to billing to appointment setting to all of these things that are going to help you um, build a team and use your team effectively. So we're going to go back to identifying our strengths and weaknesses. For me, we already, as I already said, I hate financials. I can do them. I have a corporate background. I can read a PL. I understand all of these things. I hate budgeting for my business. Um, so that was one of my weaknesses. And that's one of the things I noted when I decided to build a team. 
I do love networking. I love being out and about. I love talking with people. I love making that person-to-person connection. So that was one thing that I knew I was going to keep when I built my team. Social media. Y'all, this one is one that um, we're all overwhelmed with on a daily basis. I, um, when I started Fabulux Events, there wasn't even Instagram. So we are really working hard. We, you know, we were chugging away, chugging away, chugging away, doing it ourselves. And then with Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube shorts, and whatever else is going to happen down the line, you know, we decided that that was something that I needed to um, add to my team. And we're going to talk about how that happened. And do you need help setting up systems? Systems are what's going to streamline your processes, having someone making sure those systems are running efficiently. And even if it's just someone to set up your systems, that person is part of your team. So I'm going to go back here for a second. Take five to 10 minutes. Think about what are your strengths and your weaknesses. Write them down. If you're like me, keep a notebook by your bed at the night, at night when you're trying to go to sleep because you Well, think of things. Things will come to you when you're trying to get all of those things out of your head so you can relax. All the things you didn't get done for the day. Think about all of these things and you're going to notice a pattern. You're going to see, oh, the things I didn't get done today were all about financials. Maybe it's because you don't like them. Maybe you're not good at them. Or maybe all the things that you didn't get done today were social media. And that's because you just don't know where to start. So you need to think about, you'll see a pattern when you're writing down your strengths and your weaknesses. You'll say, oh, this makes more sense. This is why my social media always looks a little bit behind, or this is why my financials are a mess when I go to my accountant at the end of the year. So really take some time, maybe take five minutes every night, keep a notepad, like I said, and write down at the end of the day, things that were missed opportunities, um, things that maybe someone else could have handled and you could have gone on to something that was a bigger opportunity, write down your strengths and your weaknesses. And that really helps you once you put it all on paper to see where you might need to add that team member. So we're gonna come back here again. And there are so many different ways to build a team. And I, I want everybody to really truly understand this. Building a team does not mean you're running out there placing one ads on all Indeed and ZipRecruiter and LinkedIn and all of these things. You're not necessarily going to run out and hire a bunch of people. Um, it, for me, it was a slow and gradual per, uh, process. And you have to be really comfortable with the people that you hire because you are giving them part of your business. You are putting that part of your business in their hands. So... Um, some effective ways um, for hiring, for having a team include outsourcing, maybe not bringing on W-2 employees and hiring people that way. You can hire people on a project by project basis. And what does that look like? Maybe you need to revamp your brochure or you need to update your website or you want all of your printed materials to look the same. So then again, maybe hire someone for that project. Virtual assistants are also a great way to go. Again, it's not a W-2 employee. These people will work on an hourly basis. These people will work on a project basis, things like that. Even apps, and I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but some apps can act as a team member, whether that app is your social media scheduled or whether that ad is ChatGPT, which is a whole different conversation, whether that app is your CRM. These are part of your team and what it takes to run your business. So teams are not necessarily just people running around in an office looking like they have chickens with their heads cut off. These are people and apps that make you a more efficient and more effective. 
You can use interns. That hasn't been a strategy that's worked for me, but there are many local universities in our area. You can use interns, but again, make sure you really understand the um, laws regarding working with interns. Um, a story about how I started with a team. I started my company as a solopreneur back in the 2008, 2009 era. We were in the middle of a complete economic recession. And I said to my husband, I want to start a company and I want to do wedding planning. And he's like, have you lost your mind? And I was like, no, haven't lost my mind. This is what I'm going to do. And through six degrees of Kevin Bacon or separation or whatever you want to call, I got my first team member and her name is Mandy. And she's been with me since then. And um, at the time, Mandy was um, just graduating from high school. Her mom and I had worked together in the corporate world. And we decided, she said, oh, oh, I hear you're starting an event business. Can I come and work with you? And I said, you can, but I can't pay you. And I don't know when I can pay you. And she said, fine. She said, I just want to do it. You and I are friends. Let's make this happen. And so it was just me and Mandy for several years. And we were just doing it. We had no idea what we were doing. It. We were just doing it. I finally got to a point where, excuse me, finally got to a point where I could pay her on a per wedding basis. So she became sort of a wedding day assistant. We pay, I paid her per wedding and we just sort of worked out a system that worked for us. And she would give me ideas on things. She's very creative and all that. And now we were chugging along, chugging, chugging, chugging along. And then we started getting bigger, better, brighter, whatever you want to call them, weddings. And we had to figure out how are we going to do this? We think we need a third person just to service the couples on the wedding day. Well, where are we going to find a third person? And this is, I think, where some people struggle. So where are you going to find people that fit your dynamic, that fit your team, and that make your brand shine? So we just put the word out um, through friends of friends. We certainly didn't want to hire anybody on a help wanted ad. And lo and behold, a, another friend came and said, hey, I want to work with you guys on the wedding day. Great. Still hadn't added anybody to the bottom line, still hadn't made anybody a W2 employee, but we were building this really fabulous wedding day team. And we got to the point where this wedding day team, we all, we were jamming. We all knew what we were doing. Everybody knew their tasks. I knew what my team's strengths and weaknesses were. I knew that Mandy can put escort cards on a table. They will be straight lines. They will be in order and they will look beautiful. If I were to try that, it would be squiggly lines everywhere. They wouldn't be in order and it'd be a hot mess. But what I'm great at is being with the couple and the families and working on those sides of things. So we had that streamlined. We were great. And then a couple of years ago, we brought in um, another wedding day assistant because people come and go. And she was like, oh, your social media. Let me take some videos for you and I can make you some reels while I'm working. Great. I didn't even know how to make a reel at this time. I didn't even know what a reel was. I knew we should be making them. So Kenya came on board. And at first I would just let her have my phone and let her sort of, you know, make some videos and then I would approve them. And then she's like, here, I made the video for you. Here, you should post it. And then finally I said, here's my phone. Just run with it during the day. And then about a year into the process, I said, here's the passwords and the accounts. I'm going to put you on contract and you're going to be our social media contra uh, manager. So she has a media company. Again, I haven't brought anybody on as a W-2 employee 100%, and Kenya manages our social media. 
during this time, we also had um, brought on a CRM, which is an, you know, an app, but also I needed someone to run that app because all the tech stuff isn't necessarily me. So Mandy hopped right on board with that. And she runs all of our CRM. We use IOPlanner. You guys can use Tabe, Dubsado, HoneyBook, Rock, Paper, Coin, whatever works for you guys. So I send Mandy all the new client information. She set up all the templates. She puts everything in there, keeps track of all the contracts, all of those things, and does a tutorial with all of our couples for when they are first getting into IO Planner. So our team sort of grew naturally. Our team wasn't this conscious effort of, these are these people, we're gonna get an office space, we're gonna sit here, we're gonna all stare at each other all day, and we're gonna make this thing happen. I also outsourced my accounting, and I send that information to our accountant once a month. And at the end of the year, we do our taxes together, and she keeps me organized. She sends me monthly reports, Great, she has access to my bank accounts, but I'm not the one sitting there filling all this information in. So you can see that there are ways to build a team without necessarily going crazy on your bottom line. When we wanted to update the website, I outsourced that. But my core wedding day team is still the same. Mandy, Kenya, Lauren, Alexis have all been with me for many years. And we all know what everybody's supposed to do on the day. We all get together, we hang out, we're friends, but we all know on wedding day, it's serious and what we're doing and what we need to be doing at um, the various times during the wedding day. So again, building a team does not necessarily mean hiring a bunch of employees and adding to your bottom line. A couple of the sources that I've used for up, um, helping create a team are Upwork. Upwork is a great resource for you guys to get a project by project basis, for virtual assistance, for maybe you just want someone for five or 10 hours a week, um, Upwork is great for that. Fiverr, I think we've all run into Fiverr over the years. Fiverr is great. Maybe you need a new logo refresh or you need to help some help with your graphics, that kind of thing. I included ChatGPT in here because a lot of people are using this like it's a team member. ChatGPT, um, and I'm not gonna get into it because I'm still learning it, but we all know it. AI is coming our way and that AI um, helps with, especially in the wedding industry, a lot of times people are using it to help write blogs, streamline purposes, uh, processes, um, write Instagram and TikTok captions and all those things. So I consider that a part of my team that is vital and that really you can use a free version or a paid version of that. So we're going to talk a little bit right now about being a boss versus being a leader of your team. And we'll go back to that slide in just a second. Um, one thing I learned when I decided to open my company is that I was never, ever going to treat people the way I had been treated in the corporate world. Um, I was, um, let's just say corporate real estate and and I were not the best of friends. And it was very difficult to grow, to learn, actually have anybody who wanted to teach you and to learn and to really progress in my career because here I was, this five foot tall blonde lady in South Florida working in real estate, which was a bunch of, you know, let's just say a different kind of group. So I swore that I was never going to do that. So one of the things that I find is really important is to understand the difference between being a boss and being a leader. And those differences, those nuances are what's going to make your team stay with you longer. It's going to make them want to go the farther, go farther for you, go that extra mile, 
um, want to learn more about the business. And, you know, maybe one day they'll all have their own business and great for them because I am not here to hold anybody back and nor should you as a leader. Teams are um, the best way if you're teaching the people on your team, they are, and they decide to go out on their own. That is the best way to make our industry better because they're learning from you, from the source, and you're helping build their careers. So um, don't gatekeep, but also, you know, teach as you're going along. And this is something that I do every day. I teach as I'm going along. Um, some highlights here. I am very much a coach. I'm very much along the way saying, this is why we do these things. This is how we're going to do this. This is the order that it happens. And this is why this is the order that it happens. I'm very much into positive reinforcement. You have to make your team feel good or they are not going to want to be with you. If you're constantly beating them down, if you're constantly berating them, if you're constantly telling them about the mistakes they made, they're not going to work for want to work for you. You're going to have high turnover. They're not going to want to go the extra mile. And that's going to reflect when you're dealing with your couples and your clients. So really, you know, think about that. Maybe old school ways that we see of being a boss need to be reinvented. And I think this slide kind of breaks that down. Also, you know, don't take credit for other people's work. This is huge when working with a team. If you're somebody on your team comes up with a great idea, which in my instance, it was Kenya saying, let me run, run with our social media. Shout it to the rooftops. I will tell everybody that I have someone who runs our social media. She does a great job. Here's her name. She has a media company. If you want to work with her, I'm not going to hold her back. Promote them, teach them, help them grow. And never, ever, ever do I ask my team to do things that I hadn't already done in the past or I'm not willing to do in the future. Um, my team is not here to go get me coffee. My team is not here to, you know, get pick up my dry cleaning. That's not how we work in 2023 going into 2024. So I think, you know, we just need to remember that. Um, building your team culture is what is going to create your team, make your team members stay loyal. Um, it's going to make your team excel. Your customers and your clients will see this on wedding day. I can't tell you guys how many compliments I get on my team. Oh my gosh, Laura was so great. She made us laugh all day and we got to the bus on time. No worries. I also give them power to make decisions. Give them power to make mistakes because here's what's going to happen. When they make a mistake, and you correct them and you say, okay, that happened. We're, per we're not perfect, that happened. You're gonna say, how are we gonna fix it? What would you have done in this, in this situation? Or I'm gonna say, that happened. For next time, let's approach it this way. Never ever am I gonna say, you suck. This, this was a huge mistake. Nobody's getting their tips tonight or anything like that. That is not how it works. If you wanna provide team environment where people can grow and be empowered and learn, allow them to make mistakes. I know that's hard because we're in a customer forward business. We are wanting the best for our customers all the time and our couples, and this is a perfect day, but mistakes are going to happen and we are not all perfect. So take that as a learning opportunity. Um, it's really something that I find really important for everybody to understand that. Um, so create you know, create a culture 
that exists with your brand as well. Make sure that your team understands what your brand stands for, what that looks like as far as dress code, appearance, language, um, how we present ourselves in public, and all of those things. This is all about building an effective team. Um, you know, it's not the easiest thing to do. It's not something that we're all great about, great at. It's not easy to let go. So start, start small. Gosh, guys, I'm sorry. I've had a cold and I've lost my voice. So I'm trying really hard to get through this without all the flub ups here. Start small. Hand off a few tasks at a time. See how well your team does on those small tasks and then build those into bigger tasks. My team building was gradual doesn't have to be all or nothing all at once. I feel like people are daunted by the word team and team members, and it gets, that can be overwhelming when really start small and then grow, grow your team as it fits. There are times when my team is a little smaller. Um, there are times when my team is bigger. We have on-call members of our team. If we have a, an event that's a three or four day event, I'm not gonna burn my team out and have them working 12 hour days over three or four days. It's important, and I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, um, it's important to understand how your team works too. Understand their lives. Don't burn them out. Um, if they're parents, if they're in a relationship, don't ask them to work every weekend. Rotate your team members around as well. I think it's important for everybody to understand that your team is going to look different for your business and for your brand and how that works. But you always start small and build and builds your team into something that becomes sort of um, automatic. My team members know, you know, Mandy knows as soon as she, as she sees the email, new couple, Christy and John, she knows exactly what processes she needs to do to set them up an aisle plan or get them through the tutorial and go to the next step. On um, wedding day, Kenny knows exactly what behind the scenes content to get. And we're even sharing some of that with our couples, but she also knows that that's not her only job. She's getting the groomsmen where they need to be. She's keeping people on time. She knows her job. I will say here are the things that need to be handled. They handle them and I'm the face of the company. Find what works for you. And this is going to be trial and error. And that's not they meet your favorite thing is trial and error, but you're going to work through it. It's going to make sense. And in six or eight months, you're going to be amazed and how much better you feel, how much more confident you feel, and how much more productive you are. A um, couple more things really quickly, guys, and then we'll be done with this um, and my scraggly voice. This is how to reach me. I am available at all times for everybody. Um, I am on TikTok. God help me, but Kenya's got me doing videos over there. You could always email me. Um, I'm happy, happy to talk to anybody at any time. I've learned a lot of trial and error over the years um, about building a team, about managing a team. I'm happy to share that. You can also find me on two planners and a podcast. We are on all platforms. This is something I host um, with my friend, Sean Gray. He's a wedding planner in Houston. And we just vibe and we talk about all the things. And here's my phone number. You can always shoot me a text um, and just say, hey, I saw your presentation on team building, would love to chat more. Um, gonna leave this up here for a second while I wrap up, you guys. Um, take a second to breathe, which is what I just had to do. Remember that it's not all or nothing. Remember that building your team is a step-by-step -step basis. Take baby steps. Use those steps to learn what's gonna work and what's not gonna work for you. Outsourcing, 
interns, project by project basis, virtual assistant, just wedding day staff, you're going to know what's going to work for you. You're going to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. But hopefully from going through this process, um, you've gotten some good ideas. Hopefully you've learned something. And I am so here to help you build your team and go through that process with you and bounce ideas off of me anytime you need to. And the more we do this, the stronger we're going to make the wedding industry. And I firmly believe that. So um, I'm going to take this away right now. Thank you all for being a part of my um, little fireside chat today. Um, this is how I am all the time. This is how I speak, minus the Phoebe from Friends voice, and only people of a certain age will get that. Um, I'm, down to, I'm down to chat whenever you guys want. So please don't hesitate to reach out. Take it one step at a time. Identify the step, your strengths and weaknesses. Look for places you can outsource on a case-by-case -case basis and then slowly build your team. And let's check in next year and see where you are with building that team. I'm so proud and honored to be a part of Celebration Crows. Thank you again, Karen, um, for bringing me into such a great organization. And you guys go out there and make magic. Have a great one.